broadcasting from the Sporting Studios, where the fact that we haven't done it in a year has nothing to do with the fact we're married. Nothing! This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. And you... I took, I dried this Bud Light, and it just, whew, it was delicious. Straight from uh, uh, Amsterdam on uh, right. 420. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Um, happy 420. Happy getting back in the studio after yeah, totally. well over a year. Gentlemen, it's wonderful to be with you here. Um, it, it's, it fills my heart with joy to see you across the table. No masks. Um, we're we're back. I I, I don't even, I don't even really know how to put it into words other than how, I'm just very how happy. awesome is it to be fully vaccinated? It's very, I, it's very nice. I, you know, I there's this argument right that uh, it's your freedom to not get vaccinated. Uh, I find vaccination gives me freedom. Dude, that Absolutely. drives me nuts. Why would you? Why would anybody think that? It's just insane. I don't know. I, I yeah, felt uh, I've yeah. certainly felt a lot more freedom since since it, we became fully vaccinated. It's awesome, absolutely. It's well, I was just saying uh, to you, Scott, when I went out to the Abbey and saw you uh, a week a week ago or so, and uh, you know that was the first time I'd been in, sat in a bar in well over a year, and uh, I was I was probably. Um, Oh, was I the second? I don't remember. I'm almost two weeks now after my second shot. So I was probably good, but I still felt kind of funny. Like I had my mask on my chin and, you know, people were coming in and I'm like hugging people and I was like, oh, what am I doing? You know? And then, you know, like two days later, I thought, oh, am I getting, oh, am I getting sick? Oh no. Did I, you know? And I thought, fuck man, it was great. I had a blast and it was just weird to be there. But then I kind of went back in the groove kind of like this. Now we're here doing our thing and it just seems all, it seems natural. Like we've, we never stopped. We can't give each other the COVIDs. That's right. It's I mean, the chances are absolutely infinitesimal. It's possible. I mean, anything's possible. But yeah, I had a guy come over to bid some work on my house yesterday evening, and I was like, "There's a stranger in my home," and I invited him to be yeah. unmasked. Right. It was yeah. amazing. It was so hey, weird. Here's the thing. He's been unmasked the entire time. That guy. <laughs> no, not this particular way. So he made nope. So one of the things I want to do is I want to go to the DNVR bar. Yeah, who, who, totally. Which opened right as uh, right as everything shut down. Oh my god, the timing! I, I know was it was ter- terrible timing. I was like, I was like, oh my god, what a great idea! I can't wait to go there. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'll make it in the summer. It summertime. was pretty much like, hey, big announcement. Yeah. we're having a bar. Yeah. So. Let's watch the jazz game. <laughs> and I. 
crap, Rudy Gobert. But now, we, like now that. we now no excuses. We can get over there. So that that's going to be fun. I can't wait to get there and watch some uh, watch some of our our uh, the the two good teams in town um, vie for their playoff spots. And Man, what, um, what a year! It's been a crazy it's year. Been a, I mean, it was February of last year, February twenty twenty, the last time we were in here. Yeah. And yeah, when you think back at all, you mentioned Rudy Gobert. That's kind of how the whole thing kicked off, right? He's the idiot hero we didn't know we needed. He saved tens of thousands of lives. I mean, because it all shut down, boom, right after it yeah. happened. Yeah, and the next weekend, it was it, the following Wednesday was St. Patrick's Day, and then that weekend was St. Patrick's Day. And of course, I work along South Broadway, so I saw the the impact of that on the bars and the businesses around here. The big Irish bar up the street here spent a million dollars on St. Patrick's Day inventory. They had a million dollars in inventory Ugh. on site. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, just uh, amazing. They, they probably drank that over the course of the year, uh, right? Yeah. Wait, so. wait, is that the one that just sold, that one? No, oh, different no, one. Okay. Different one. The big Irish place up the road. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really wild. And it's almost like, it's almost like we've... You know, you we went through this for so long. Like, if it had been like six months, it'd been like, oh, how crazy. Now it's kind of like it's like it, it's just happened another lifetime to me, and I don't really think about it. But then being in here, being in the studio doing the podcast again, it doesn't seem like that long. No, it's it almost just seems like we blinked and yeah. like one of those TikTok videos it, where the chicks in a new outfit all of a sudden. It's like Love we paused ones. time. And then we just exactly. And then we just unpaused it. There <laughs> yeah. You go. yeah. No, it is. But it it's been an interesting kind of a course uh through all of this for me because i've i have wandered as a sports fan because i so craved information about the pandemic that i sought out news sources instead of sports news sources sure i became a regular listener to npr Every morning, every afternoon, every See, evening. I thought he was going to go to 8chan. No. <laughs> I, I, I started visiting 8chan every day. Because that's where the drops were coming. The drops. Um, you got to get the drops. Yeah, I had to get the drops. But no, I started missing out on a lot of sports. I, I Like the, the Nuggets bubble season, I caught you know a lot of it, but not as much as a, a, of it as I otherwise would well, have. Well, okay. So that kind of that makes me think. You, know, you go back and we go, okay, everything's shut down. The NBA, NHL all shut down. Baseball did not get started until July, I think. So there was this huge gap of, of time that didn't have anything. And that's what was really weird because I remember looking at my uh, my fantasy hockey um, page after it shut down, just kind of looking at it going, oh, shit. And then thinking, oh, well, maybe magically they'll start playing again. But no, that, that was long gone. So it was very strange to not have anything like that. So it was kind of like in a normal time, like right now, you have all this stuff to, to keep yourself occupied by, basketball, hockey, baseball. There was just absolutely nothing. And it was so weird. And I think that's where you had to find other t- other forms of entertainment. The, the guy started racing marbles yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I remember that, yep. <laughs> that was good, that. yeah. That was fun. Um, and that just gives you an idea as to what a long year it's been. Because, like, remember the marble racing? Remember <laughs> Tiger King? Yeah, I remember Tiger, Tiger King. Tiger King yeah. was a year ago. So That was only a year ago. It seems like five. So, um, you know... Our good pal Ted on uh, Rocky's Twitter, he started replaying old Rocky's games and um, and doing that, and then given a time and people could like watch it and and talk about it while Man. on Twitter. And I was like, I was like, this did, is great. This is a great idea. Did you get into it? I could. There's no way. I, I watched some of them, but then because of the, you know, because of the the the, the quality of the video and just 
like watching something that I could already know the outcome of, it I I found it hard to hard to kind of pay attention. It's kind of cool for little moments, and if you knew something like kind of crazy happened, you could you could time you could jump in on it. Um, but uh, yeah, and 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 God bless everybody trying to trying to make content and, and keep people interested. But it was very tough until like you know real baseball started. So um, and then you know then it was the Rockies and they were they were they were so horrible. bad. Yeah, so they're so awful and they're so awful. Now let's talk about that real quick, and we can and f- feel free to jump back in with any memories of the past year of like oh you know remember this and i'm sure that'll that'll come to you as we go um i did want to talk about the rockies and and for those of you watching at home you can see i am wearing uh, a white Sox hat my white socks your your white socks our, our white socks our, our, really our, our, our white socks white socks um the the rockies are horrific and we knew they were going to be horrific i've known they they're going to be horrific for but a long did time. you know they'd be this bad um, I mean, they, they don't seem like they're even trying. Well, well, here's what I'm getting to. I completely, I completely checked out on them after, as soon as, as soon as um, Nolan was like upset. This is this goes way back to what the end of last year or in, into the you know beginning of the last season. As soon as he was upset, I knew he was gone. I said, "There's no way he's sticking around." He'll be gone, and um, because this this little fucking asshole uh, pissed him off. Knew he was Jeff, gone. Jeff Breidich. That's him. That's him. And yes. I thought, okay, well, he's gone. That mm-hmm. sucks. That's that's one strike against Jeff Breidich or, or whatever, the seventh strike against him, however you want to however you want to look at it. Yeah, he has not been good. No, he's not been good. And mm-hmm. I knew he was gone, but I thought, okay, well, he's already gone. We know he's gone. Like Carmelo Anthony. You're like, Carmelo Anthony is gone. Let's see what you can get when you're dealing him, right? I thought, how about nothing and you give him fifty million dollars? <laughs> how about nothing right. and you give him fifty fucking million dollars? Yeah, you remember was, that? Do you guys remember that? Uh, yeah. And it was, yep. and I just went, oh my god! I go, that is the worst possible outcome that could have happened with this. So I think he is gone. His contract ends at the end of this year. I don't think they bring him back. Nolan Arenado, Jeff Bright. Oh, I was like, I was like, Nolan's gone. <laughs> Nolan's Bright, definitely Bright, gone. He's definitely um, gone. Well, right. well. So what happened with me is after that, I went, oh, I said, this has really gone off the rails. I said, I can't support this. I cannot support anything to do with this. So I took all my shirts. I took all my hats. I fucking put them away. I took all the shirts. I threw them in a box. I taped it up. I even made a little video of it. And I put them on a shelf in my closet. I have no Rockies gear. I have this great satin uh, 90s Rockies jacket that I usually wear in the springtime outside when I'm watching my dogs. I don't even have that. I won't even put that on. I, I refuse to wear any Rockies gear until that little asshole is gone. And I, if, his, if his contract's up, that's great. I hope they get it rid is. of him. Well, it's up. And everyone's like, oh, well, you got to get rid of ownership too. Well, those guys are here to stay because they're just sitting here making money. They're 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 minting money and they're just they're just throwing it in their bank. I don't think that's true. I mean, I lived through all the I lived through the horrible Cubs. Uh, you know, I'm a Chicago guy originally. Whoa, whoa, um, are Chicago, you a Cubs fan? What's going on here, dude? I, uh, on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm the only one here that's been to a playoff game at the old Comiskey Park. I'm, I'm a White Sox guy through and through. Playoff I went to the uh, okay. uh, 1983 All Star game at the old Comiskey. Oh, and I'm going this year. Hell yeah, I'm going right, this year. Right. Um, to U.S. I, Cellular Field? Uh, no. Whatever it's called? It's called Coors Field. Oh, Down yeah, here. yeah, yeah okay. Coors. So there's an All Star game. Oh, yeah, that's Abbott. right. Yeah. You, you know that one? Yeah, I know that. Um, I think he's gone. I, I don't think he's going to stay. I think Monfort uh, doesn't have a spine, so that's how he's going to fire him. Is just not give him another contract. Good. I hope so because he's horrible. But then what? What other horrible person is going to come in his place? I don't know. But there's going to be a point in time where Monfort's not the owner. 
Charlie's already out. I guess, but um, it's it's they can make bill, they can make what millions upon millions of dollars if they sell now. Uh, there's going to be a point when they're not the owners, and that's the Cubs reference. I mean, it was owned by the Wrigley family, then the sure. Chicago Tribune, and now the Ricketts, and I'm not sure who was in between, but it takes a good owner to bring it up. And if a good owner comes in, oh, are we going to well, love the Rockies? I knew they were going to be horrible, but I would still have followed them. I still would have watched almost every game if if that fucking dickhead hadn't done what he did. And meaning get sure. get nothing get nothing returned for for a you know the 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 best person as position in Major League Baseball, it that was it. And now they could they could suck, and I still would watch it because it's a lot of fun to watch along with people on Twitter, chat with them about it, laugh about it, be like, oh my god, this is horrible. I would have totally done that, but I've abandoned them fully until that asshole is gone. Uh, and Scott said a mouthful in that it, we would we would love them so much, and that's the opportunity that it's so frustrating to watch them leave on the table because this is a market that would more than support them. You know, yes, we'd still have a lot of fans of the other team in the stands because that's the way it goes in Colorado, unless you're the Broncos. But they are passing a magic opportunity up and i don't think the fans of denver would expect them to be good because of the altitude and because they know what that does to pitching so i don't think we as a fan base i think we're a smart enough fan base to enjoy it for what it is but when you hate them it's a whole other story and rockies fans have begun to hate the rockies they hate jeff breidich and they hate dick monford if they were just likable people, just likable losers, yeah, the city could, would still uh, they, be on board. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they suck. We can't, you know, they can't well, win, whatever. But if they were trying, you'd be like, well, fuck, you know. That's the problem, though, right now, because they're trying and they're, they're sucking. They're trying. The, well, technically speaking, they need to just sell everybody off and rebuild. And, 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 just, and I'm not sticking up for the Monforts in any way because they bungled this thing horribly. There's no way. They're going to win this division with the Dodgers and the Padres in front of them. They may not. They may as well just sell the entire thing and rebuild at this point in time. But that's the problem. They got nothing for Arenado. And you're going to rebuild with Breidich? No, no, no. no, no. You got to wait. He's he's gone after this. (laughs) Somebody I just saw somebody today. They said that uh, the they were so. They were in the running to get uh, JT Real, Real Muto, the uh, the catcher. He plays for Philly now, I think. Yeah. Right, good catcher. Yeah, the, the guy on my fantasy team. Yeah, that guy? he was on yeah. my team last year. Yeah, great. <laughs> Two probably years the best ago. catcher. Probably the best catcher in the game. Right. Sure. So Monfort stepped in and, and nixed a trade that was I don't even I don't even know who it was what was involving, but they were kind of doing a hypothetical. Uh, they, Rogers, they, Rogers, Brendan Rogers, yeah. and so they would if they had it. it so they they blew. DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, they did. They just said. They just said. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was no, bad. They're that not, was awful, not real right? good. And then he then he goes then he goes, he to, goes to the Yankees. he goes to the Yankees, the the world's most famous team, and then suddenly is everyone celebrating yeah. as the greatest like baseball third player. Third and MVP yeah. voting. He's just it's awesome. Incredible. And it's yeah. like they could have had him for the same or if not less than they paid um, fucking Daniel Murphy. Same actually. Same, same exact contract. And, uh, yeah. But no, they couldn't 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 yeah. have him there. But but Murphy's a character guy. He hates the gays. <laughs> exactly. That's what they want. <laughs> 
But but think about it. They could have had all those guys. <laughs> I'm picturing this checkbook. They could have hates the gays. They could have had all those guys in the in the <laughs> infield. All those guys in the outfield. That they would have they would have been. I don't want to say they're they're contenders, but they wouldn't be this fucking shambling mess that they are now. It would have been a far better team. Oh, they're awful, did. man. Yeah, they're really is, bad. Brightus is horrible, and yeah, he's really got bad. he's got to go. Well, listen, I um the uh, I, I got my uh, my Department of Analytics and Laundry shirt coming. Have you seen those? I saw a girl oh, wearing yeah. one on Twitter today. Yeah, so nice. I've in, in that whole story that came out with how they were making the analytics people do the uh, do the laundry and all that shit. Like <laughs> yeah. that is beyond like like if you found out like some corporation was was running their business that way, you'd be like, oh my god, how the fuck? Yeah. Are they, how are they continuing on? I don't know. It's terrible. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's good stuff. And that's the thing with the Monforts that people always said they treat their employees so great. Uh, I, ah, you know. I, I, Coors Field's like impeccable. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's Brightage has to go. They're they're not suffering. They need to rebuild. They're they need not to rebuild suffering because because um, everyone's like, well, I'm not going. I'm going to boycott whatever. It's like that's great. You do what you want. If you want to go, I don't care because it's beautiful. It's awesome to go to see a baseball game. It's fantastic. Um, if you want to boycott, cool. But they're not hurting because they cater to the other team's fans. And that's what you get. When the Mets were here, you could hear them. You could see them. In a stadium yep. that doesn't have many people in it, you could hear them and you could see them. And that really tells you exactly what they're doing so, with trying to make up, make some money. Up. So, so I'm a season ticket holder. And to remain, and I'm, I punted this season, although I may have to pony up because the All-Star game's coming and so forth. But you had to put 25% down. You didn't have to buy any tickets yeah. at all. Um, but you have first shot at doing it, and mm-hmm. you do it by priority number. With the absolute shit show this has been, I think I had like 18 people in front of me cancel their season tickets. Really? That's it. Like, huh. it's... Pe- yeah, it's not a lot. <laughs> like, you didn't. Yeah, didn't. Uh, and I didn't. You know, I mean, it's... I guess I love baseball. I love it, Coors Field. And- it, is the, it is the great... Um, it is the great summertime activity. It's fantastic. And so if you go, oh, the Rockies are going to get fucking beat up on by the Braves, you're like, oh, well, I can still go have a couple beers and sit out there. And if you don't give a shit, it's awesome, right? If you give a shit and you're like, man, this really sucks that this team is bad, blah, 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 it's torture. You'll get your money back on most nights. I mean, you're not going to get it back on a Wednesday 1 p.m. game against the Padres. Oh, you might now. Padres might are great. Now, yeah. Um, but for the most part, you get your money back. It's it's tough. I mean, we are part of the problem. Just saying. I, I get you, but yeah. I, I I think that I don't think anyone should be punished for wanting to go and enjoy themselves at Coors Field. Now, I've taken steps to, like I said, put all my crap away. I will never. I won't represent them. I will not show anything that says I support the Rockies. Um, my my season ticket situation is a little different because it's through my family and all that stuff. Um, I went to opening day as Colin did, and uh, I just because I felt I I just I earned it right. I earned to go fucking sit in the stands and have a beer. You saw him and, win. And, That's incredible. Uh, no, they I handed half, they handed the Dodgers half their wins yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean half their losses. I think there are four I, I wins. Left, so I far. left before that, but um, no. So you know, 
I just at that point I was like, well, I don't really, I don't really want to go otherwise. I mean, I'll go to the All Star. I'm going to go to the Home Run Derby. That's great. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like going down there and putting more money in their pockets. And I will stick to that. I don't think I'm going to go. If I go, it might be another time just for whatever. But that's the thing. If you really want to do something, then don't go. Don't don't buy tickets. If you go, do not buy any fucking beer because, you know, I shelled out a fortune just having like two, three beers. Um, so that's how you got to do it. If, if you want to try to make a change. Well, speaking of opening day, I think we have seen some effect toward making a change because – Opening day is always a big deal. And usually in order to get seats to opening day, I have to pay three times face value on the secondary market. And this year, you were able to help me out in acquiring some using your season ticket privileges. But even if you hadn't, there were face value opening day tickets available on the secondary market. And... That's extremely unusual, and that's despite the fact that it was what one third attendance. Yeah, available seating now, at the you, game. It was half. They're doing half now. Now, it, now, do you think those got sold eventually? Because I, I, oh, I'm sure they did. But in the past, they would have been three hundred dollars three weeks before, and that. it would have been gone long gone, and they would have been long gone. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I would meet, I, like, I, in order to go to opening day, I would meet dudes at, in seedy places oh, and hand them cash. You were meeting dudes, hand Not them those seedy places. A little different, a little not different where, Not where Jeff Morton gets his tickets. Oh, <laughs> Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Oh, come on. Um, well, we're going to talk about the um, the tight end a little bit later. Dude, and, I'm, um, I'm looking at tickets on StubHub. First of all, like, like it's half capacity, and you get a ticket. And tomorrow it's going to be, like, 29 degrees at... Chorus Field. They are playing the Astros though, which is usually a big draw, and you can get yes, yeah, sixty dollar tickets for twenty bucks. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's going to happen. So hopefully that'll uh, that will um, you know keep happening, and maybe something will will change that. But yes, we're going to talk about the tight end. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, I think we got to mention the Broncos at some point, right? I think. It's, oh, oh, you know, the, right. you heard the, of the football Broncos? team. Yeah, the football team—they're not very good. They got a thing coming up this yeah, month. Yeah, we've got some other—we've got some other teams that are a lot better than they are right now. So, um, hey, let's take our first break, and we'll get back to so, it right after this. This is a fun band called La Femme. Uh huh. This song called Cool Colorado, and I'm telling you, like, it's—it's it's about cool, cool people from Denver City, and if it. Most of the song wasn't in French. I would recommend this as our, <laughs> as our state anthem. Bonjour. But, but here comes some English on 
the good people at DNVR took over a bar there right at the corner of Colfax in York. And it's a sports bar where they do their fantastic blog and all their podcasts, all their video content, all right there on site. We're the only city that has it. That's why it's DNVR for Denver. And uh, we're impressed with what they're doing. We hope you'll check it out and go spend a little money now that you're fully vaccinated. Go have a beer, have some wings, have some, I don't know, cheese sticks, and tell them the South Stand sent you. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. The questions. It's the questions. What were the odds that today would be 4:20? Taco Tuesday. Hitler's birthday. The 22nd anniversary of Columbine. The day Derek Chauvin was convicted. And John Elway's birthday. Which legal online sports book was offering the best odds on guilty on all charges? Who had the worst day, Derek Chauvin or Raiders Twitter? Has anyone in the local sports media yet discussed whether the Broncos will address their need at the quarterback position with a first-round pick in the National Football League draft? I wonder. Has Mayor Hancock reached out to the Broncos to tell them he has the right connections to help lure Deshaun Watson? Oh, boy. Is Nolan Arenado excited to be able to play in front of a cheering, sold-out home crowd every time he plays at two ballparks? As inspiration for their ownership style, do the Monforts look to their heroes at Alden Global Capital? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. This is filthy. Under the raining suns, open memoriam of all the people that died since the last time we uh, <laughs> can't remember <laughs> I was thinking who died uh, a few people uh, but it, this song just feels good jam no that's amazing yeah. One of the things that um, that happened over this past year is, um, you know, remember when remember when like the Nuggets and Avalanche season started um, before the pandemic, and couldn't watch it on TV. And uh, you, you, you can, you just got to get rid of get rid of Comcast. Yeah, but a lot of people, most people have Comcast, and but they also, but they also, if but if you can do it, if Avalanche games were on uh, uh, NBC Sports, they were blacked they out. They won't let you watch that either. They were, yeah, so they, wouldn't let, they wouldn't let you watch it. So kind of bullshit. Most people have Comcast, and I get it. You can change, but what happened over the course of that? You know, then there was a long time where we didn't have anything to watch, right? So then we, then we, then we got it back in the summertime, and we started watching it. And then a lot of the like the hockey playoffs games it's were, on NBC. We're on, yeah, we're on regular TV, so they couldn't, they couldn't black that out. So once this all came around again, and it still wasn't resolved. I was forced 
to find other ways to watch these things. And um, let's just say that there's ways out there that you can you can access these games and uh, and they don't really cost any money and it's great um you need a reliable internet connection obviously but um yep. what it did by comcast and altitude fighting is it forced me to change the way i i receive this media and i was able to cut the cord with comcast and um i just had to make sure that my you kept your you kept your internet with comcast i though, kept right? my internet yes because i found that internet to be very reliable and i like it it is the best of it, all of I, th- I think it is the best so um but strong disagree well okay that's fine but the point is is that it really forced me to find other ways to watch and now i'm perfectly fine watching these things how i have been and um they really um kind of screwed themselves now altitude that Cronky's probably not hurting at all he didn't give a shit right he's still he's still gonna do he's still gonna be fine now that he's getting people back in the building they're, they're gonna they're gonna uh, make more money um he doesn't care he can absorb the loss but what's funny is this Comcast kind of did themselves in because then I was like, well, look, I was getting this. I had cable because of Altitude and like uh, the, whatever the Rockies are on, Root Sports. And um, it's not Root Sports anymore, is it? Zombie Root Sports. Zombie Root Sports. Zombie Root Sports. So now I was like, oh, well, if I want to watch a baseball game, my <laughs> White Sox. Which you don't. Which I do. No, with, well, not the Rockies. With my White Sox, yeah. I just dial up little, uh, what is it, Chicago sports, whatever, blah, 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 and I can watch them anytime I want. So that changed for me, watching sports. Now, uh, I have to see about getting Red Zone in the fall. I have to see how, how I can access I don't know if they if you can actually get that through a pirate They're feed. probably a little better at stopping that than the NHL is. Uh, Dude, ver- you can get anything you want. Verizon, for like two bucks a month, you can watch it on your phone. Mm. Done. So I've got fiber with uh, CenturyLink, and fiber's great because it's a gig down and a gig up. So it, you know, it's, fiber's it's, fiber's fi- good for your ass. Too. It really is. Yeah, regulates you for sure. Um, and then I I do the AT and T streaming thing. And I've it's got just, that. It's just fine. I mean, it's fine. The lips are a little bit off with altitude. <laughs> it is like it is. That's a thing. But like, it, oh, it's, it, I'm past it. It's it's cool. I, I it's I, done. I for just for like like any kind of other channels that people need in my house. We got YouTube TV and the rest of it. I've got a Chromecast and um, I send. I can watch. I can I can see my man. Hear my man Moj call the games. For the Avalanche on my big old TV, it's fantastic. So Comcast, you fucking you, you did yourselves dirty by by uh, by yeah. holding this uh, over and everyone's it's, head. It's not just Cronky in Denver; they're doing it all over. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're. Everybody looks at Cronky and go, and I and I know they're partly to blame too. But everyone looks, oh, you're you're a rich guy, you should blah blah blah. It's like now you don't have to do shit because they're they're trying to strong arm everybody all over the place. And he basically just said no because he can, he can afford it. Um, everybody suffers, of course. Which brings me to my point: we've got two teams that are two. that are yeah. basically contenders. Well, really, one. They're now, now that Jamal yeah. well, okay. Murray's Okay, maybe now, yeah. but still, you got two teams that are gonna they're gonna have good playoff runs. Yeah. One is especially uh, considered a contender that the majority of people in town can't watch. We have an MVP. Like that's crazy. Like like a, like <laughs> that's an insane. Awesome, like earlier in the season when people we, like he's gonna and, win. And last year when people at Pepsi Center chanted MVP, I was like, would you stop yeah, kidding yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would it would well, make he, me mad. He finished like third or fourth or whatever. Okay, but like it's but he's he's 
gonna win. In a Let league me, with LeBron and Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're not gonna win. Hold on. MVP. Let me let me let me, let me counter this. He's gonna win. All of these national people, your ESPN assholes, they can't they can't get themselves to say it right. And here's my theory: it is. I don't want to say it's racist. It is racial because all of these people, and these aren't people of color; these are white basketball reporters, will never admit or say that that Jokic is the MVP because they've been so conditioned to have to be like, well, I got to I got to promote LeBron. LeBron's the MVP, or or Steph Curry. They can't get this doughy white guy. They can't they can't bring it upon themselves to say yes, this guy is the best player. They can't do it and it's because they've been conditioned to to think this one way. But I also think if he was on the Lakers they still wouldn't cuz he's a 7 foot No, and, and because bag he's dopey. Yeah, cuz he's dopey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, but, and, and but I think John's right. I think John really hit on something. It it it, it is counterintuitive. And it, it, it's almost dangerous. I mean, like, Dirk Nowitzki was an MVP. Sure. But that was a long time ago. They don't. They so don't want to seem racist that they're, they're, they're being almost racist towards the white guy. Right. You I see have, what I mean? They, they, don't, yeah. they don't want. They're like, oh, we can't admit the white guy is better than everyone else. There's no way. So they constantly saw. I saw someone the other day. They were like, oh, someone scores 29 points and suddenly he's in the conversation. It's like, yeah, they'd have to find, they have to find some guy because they're so afraid of 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 looking of being seem uh, contrary. So, so the analytic nerds that are going to be voting for this, they're all voting for Jokic. So 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 like the more people you can throw into the conversation, is more that the vote will be split it between Embiid and Curry and LeBron. Like it puts LeBron or puts Jokic more into it. It is crazy, and he's such a great guy to root for when you've been rooting for a team like the Nuggets for as yeah. long as you have. He been. wants to be here. He, he wants to be here. here. He's goofy. He's yeah. silly. He's relatable. Uh, you can see yourself in him and his imperfections. And he's just so naturally good. There's If you look at YouTube, there's a guy... There's a video called Jokic Be Like, and it's a guy doing his impression on the basketball court. Yeah, I know that. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. Because he's just, he's so clumsy, it doesn't look like he should be able he, he to does, do what he does. He doesn't does. look athletic. And I think that's the key. And, he just doesn't look athletic. And, you know, I saw something that people were like, uh, like, Earnestly making this this uh, this you know point about Steph Curry, and I'm like, look, Steph Curry, I watched Steph Curry's amazing. He's amazing. I watched yeah, him a couple sure. nights ago and play, and I was like, my god, like he he like he like rolled his ankle, and like I was like, oh fucking drama queen, but he still was like fucking lighting it up. He's awesome. He's great, and he, and they're like, well, he's playing for this team that isn't very good, and he's still really good. It's like that's that's all and good, but it's not. Like what Jokic is doing, it's oh, the whole team. Different. I mean, the th- the difference is, and what makes what makes Jokic so special is he's involved in every play. In to some degree, he's involved in every play, and the entire team. He, he's he's like the he's like the son. He's like the most valuable player. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? But he plays the game like no one of his positions ever played it. Yeah, uh, like Curry. It, it's really sense. a shame that like that you know ESPN's kind of like. 
they're considered like kind of basketball, you know, the the authority on on mm-hmm. basketball, right? Because I disagree. Well, they've got a lot of shows, and and they've they've kind of they've they've carried it the whole time. I, I think ESPN is the authority on basketball as they are the authority on the NFL or baseball. I mean, I guess they're there, but haven't they really? I, I think lost T- I consider TNT sure. Be, they're they're yeah, more of the Walmart of it. They're sure. they're omnipresent. They they basically it's like oh they're on every fucking corner. But that's the thing, and those people cannot think anything different than what they've than they've been told to do for like the last twenty five. Well, Charles years. Barkley will straight up tell you that Jokic is the best player. Absolutely, in the NBA. Yeah. he absolutely loves him. Absolutely loves him, and he loves the Denver Nuggets. He's always given us way more credit than anybody on ESPN <laughs> yeah, yeah. does. Yeah, and the Nuggets are, are 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 fascinating because they're they're like incredible to watch. And one night they'll just be rolling, and the other nights, you know, you can just tell. Like you don't have to watch the game; you can just tell on Twitter what's going on. People I, are just like, "Oh my god!" I, I think they're going to make a run. I, I I would hate to see them line up with the Lakers in the first round and have LeBron be healthy and all that it's going to be tough I know it sucks and I was really take them out though I was really hoping that they would they would uh, if they were all healthy they would they would steamroll but um, that might not happen now but anyway it's it's great to have that um, it's great to have that team that's competing like like, like, I don't know it's cool they're I love it. I lo- they're a great team. So in the conversation, uh, talking about Comcast and Altitude, and f- first of all, I also now have AT&T TV now. Um, and uh, it's interesting. It's not great. It's fine. No. Um, it gets and the you, job done. I, I may sure. not have it for much longer because I may end up going John's route. I may end up finding the streams because... Everybody does. It's, you know, it's about... John's route. It, it's about eighty bucks a month. <laughs> Not the streams. Just John's route. John's route. <laughs> Find John's streams. It's about eighty bucks a month, maybe a little bit more. It comes with HBO, but I can get HBO sure. a la carte. Yeah, I can yeah. get an antenna. Sure. So I mean, my wife watches news, and she watches CBS Sunday morning. So we like it, but it may it may not be long for this world in my household. But you mentioned Cronky, and he can afford it. And you talk about the Avs, and you talk about the Nuggets. It makes me think about the pantheon of ownership in the Denver market. Because in other cities, Stan Kroenke is hated. Arsenal fans hate him. You know, I, I guess yeah. he does pretty well by the Rams. But Arsenal fans hate him. In Denver, he, I think he's revered as certainly the best of our ownership. But who's the worst between the Broncos ownership and Brittany dots oh, her eye Monf- with a heart. It's Monf- the Monfords. Oh, it's Monfords. Yeah, Monf- Monf- That's yeah. crazy. The Broncos don't they have don't an have owner. owner. I know. And the Monfords are worse yeah. than that. Brittany dot her eye with a heart is still a better owner than Dick Monfort will be because just being around that organization, they have a just because they have a track record of being successful, you could stumble in there um, high as a kite and still probably put out something better, produce a better team than what than what Monfort is doing. Because Monfort is completely flying blind. He's just he's just uh, raking in the money and he's not thinking about anything else. And he just goes, well, they're still coming. They're still buying fucking dipping dots. But was, was he thinking about something else when he signed Nolan Arenado to that contract? I mean, it's it seems like they've been willing to spend money. They've been willing to step up to the plate almost to a larger degree than the Broncos have been. Here, here's, why, here's why it's not that. It's not him spending money. Here's why he's bad. It's because of the people he has hired 
to right. to to run his team. He's and the, spent money and the simple, just on the wrong people. And the simple fact that he has not removed himself from the equation. Jerry Jones is is up the Cowboys' ass and, and has a lot to do with the, the day-to-day. But I think that Jerry Jones, and I'm sure a Cowboys fan would disagree, um, I think at least halfway knows uh, like what he should be doing. But he's okay. also a full-time NFL owner. That's what he does. Yes. And I don't think that's the case with Dick Monford. No, and if you look mm-hmm. at if you look at what Pat Bowlin did this whole time, Pat Bowlin was certainly involved, but he hired people to fucking do this. And this is why I said the other day, I was like, I was like, if I owned a baseball team, I don't know anything about running a baseball team. If I had a baseball team, I would just be I would be constantly looking for the best people to run it and make me look good. Make me look like a fucking genius. And then I can sit back and fucking watch baseball and drink beer and rake in money and not have to worry about it. I don't understand how somebody that is in the position he is, is not hiring the best people possible to make himself look even better. And that's where the Broncos, even though the Broncos have have obviously been in turmoil the last few years, I still believe that they are a world-class organization, and they will have somebody. They will always try to find this guy, this guy, Patton. Is that his name? Patton or Peyton? The guy that... George Peyton. Peyton. That that they hired. Guy seems to know what he's fucking doing because they went, you know what? We're floundering. We're not doing well. John Elway is um, drunk. And he was like, hey, look, I can't do this anymore because um, I'm three sheets to the wind and I'd rather be playing golf. So right. what are we going to do? Wouldn't you if you were John Elway? I fuck yeah, I wouldn't I mean, want the headache. So you hire awesome. somebody who's smart who will make right. you look good. I want someone to make me look good. That's what I would hire. And that's what I don't get. And that's why the the Rockies are the are the worst ownership. Not even in town. They're probably one of the worst in, in Major League Sports. Certainly one of the worst in baseball. Baseball's got a lot of bad ones. They're a laughing stuff. Stock. They are a laughing stock. When they said that that article, they said, "Yeah, we don't really deal with them too much in trades. They're kind of weird. They're, they're, they're kind of insular." Montfort, hands down, is the worst because the Broncos could have how many seasons have they sucked now for? It's probably since Peyton Manning left, right? When, when Dan O'Dowd left, he was the longest tenured GM in the league. That's yeah, outrageous. And, and he didn't win <laughs> it's a outrageous. single. Division championship. 20, 2015 is when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. Since then, they've just been shit, right? Even with that horrible track record, they still, the Broncos they still are better. could theoretically win a Super Bowl next year. There's not a chance in hell the Rockies are going to sniff Absolutely. that in years. Um, so. Let's sniff another break. All right, hey, uh, so speaking of dead people, I do want to do a little tribute to, okay. uh, to my girl, Francois Cactus of Stereo Total. She passed away uh, just a couple months ago. My favorite French-German pop duo that's ever existed. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, she she died of breast cancer. I think she was only like 52 years old and uh, super sad. And whenever I hear the song, I think about the time I stayed at the Holiday Inn in London because, like, you know, can't find a hotel for under 300 bucks yeah, in London. But outrageous. the Holiday Inn, right by the British Museum, you can get there. And uh, and I imagine that's where the song's about, honestly. Okay. So here's some stereo total for you guys. When you look into my eyes, I feel like a paradise. Let's go to a holiday. I, I will show you something that you never saw before. Let's go to a holiday in Japan. I, we show you something. 
brown cow, ow now, brown cow, bloobity, 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 ow now, brown cow. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. How many pickle peppers did Peter Piper pick? Ha ha, lulu, bloobity, bloobity, how how, ho ho, ha la 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 la, boo 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 boo, blah 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 blah, go blah 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 blah. Sportique is where scooters come from, right in the shadow of downtown at 160 South Broadway. And if you are interested in a gas-powered or electric Vespa-style scooter, Sportique is the place to go. And you can get a test ride. You can find out all the information you need to make a great choice. These things are legal to park at bike racks. You, in most cases, don't need a license plate or an endorsement on your driver's license to ride a motorcycle it's a 50 cc scooter from sportique where scooters come from and when you visit please tell them the south stand sent you and now a guest commentary from brian scoop nemeth how you doing everybody being a Denver sports fan can be a real pain in the ass sometimes, especially when it comes to living that hashtag nug life. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. In 2020, during the worst of COVID, the Nuggets were the darlings of the Disney bubble butt. As always, the hated Lakers stood in their way in the Western Conference Finals, and as always, the Nuggets demonstrated how far they had to go before they could be considered a real contender. But it had begun to look like 2021, the year might, but it's begun to look like 2021 might be their year, finally. With the acquisition of Aaron Gordon, the Nuggets went on to an impressive 13-game winning streak, and they were shaping up to look like a real deal. But then, in the closing minute of the meaningless game, Jamal Murray, their star point guard, came up lame. The diagnosis? A torn ACL. He's out not just for the remainder of the season and the playoffs, but in the next season as well. Such is Nug Life. The Nuggets will once again be good to watch in the postseason and may even win a series. But everybody knows that they are a paper tiger. Relying on guys like Will Farton Barton isn't going to cut the cheese when it comes to facing super teams in the NBA, including the Lakers, of course. Jamal Murray gave the Nuggets some much-needed swagger and star power, the ability to make clutch shots you need to be the champion in the NBA. Such another wasted season for the Nuggets. So close, yet so far away. I think Daryl Hall and John Oates could not have said it better themselves. Indeed, our Nuggets have been so close to the championships but shit happened every time, so much that the NBA Finals trophy is so far away, where nobody in the Nuggets organization can grab hold of it. Star players have got their heads somewhere else, maybe on fame and fortune, and not on the ball during the game. Here's an idea. 
restructure the whole Nuggets roster. For starters, fire the highest paid players, the star players, because they're costing the organization too much money as with other teams in the NBA. Time for a fresh start. Due to basketball, as the 2000 Keanu Reeves movie The Replacements did to football. That is, recruit players, basketball players that have never been to the NBA. Throw in some streetball players into the roster. Sounds no like a terrible star- idea, Brian. But no, go on, please. No star player on the roster. No look at me bullshit. Everybody gets equal time. Everybody on the team. For maybe maybe even some players, women, right? Good idea. Throw in some women in the players. Yeah. Good idea. That'll do some equal... That, that shows some equal equality, too. For each replacement player on the Nuggets roster, pay each, uh, each player a comfortable four Gs per game. That's better than playing star, paying star players like LeBron James, Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, and so on, a whopping six Gs per game. Who knows? Maybe those replacement players can bring some magic into every Nuggets game. And why even better, an undefeated season. Maybe even a spot in the playoffs. And then the, in, the first NBA Finals trophy in, for Denver. Oh my God! It's worth a stretch. It's worth a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a stretch, but and maybe a dumb idea, but it's worth a shot. Man, I'm getting excited about this. Is there any way you wanna you wanna send us home there, Brian? Sports. Remember we talked about like getting rid of sports at one point in time, but it's like the I don't seventh inning. We ever no, we about we that. talked about it. We discussed that, was a, that must have been a, bad a Brian Scoop idea. It was a idea. bad idea, but it's it <clears> would be <throat> like you know like baseball getting rid of the seventh inning stretch, or, or the Nuggets getting some streetball players. <laughs> streetball, <laughs> pay pay him four thousand dollars a game. I mean, I I'm know. sure there's people who'd be like four thousand dollars a game. Hell yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but not good players is the problem. Well, it's like we'll do it. I'm in. Oh, four grand, four grand a game. A game? lumber around there. Sure, sure, yeah. That's four grand would be what they would be. That's exactly what they is would it, quality is, they'd get. Is it worth the injury though? That's the question I would have. I'd, t- I'd play I a few games. The inevitable it. injury. I'd, I'd play a few games for that for sure. <laughs> I'm injured just thinking about it. But you know, I think Scoop. God bless him. I think his. I, I think Scoop. his. Um, his idea was to get like people. I think he doesn't. I don't think he, players. he doesn't like the showboating kind of thing. If somebody. 
was suddenly put on the roster of the Lakers and, you know, they were, you know, I don't know, they'd be awful, but they would they would suddenly become a showboating person because they'd be like, I'm on the Lakers. Look at me, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. It'd be like, it'd be like. It happened to JaVale McGee. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's not really going to change anything, you know, but yeah. I, I think, I think people want, they want that like kind of pure uh, aspect of it where people are like 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 me playing hockey on a Sunday like you know we just got I just got on this new team and the guy was like oh you know it's great we really like having people that are really into it you know and it's like yeah we're all into it because we're fucking um, old white guys who are like this is how we this is how we get our thrills going to play right. hockey but if you played on the avalanche you would have the inevitable injury, oh, which would like lay you out for months. I, if I had to skate one, one shift, yeah, yeah I'd, I would be my done. my hamstrings yeah. would fucking fly off yeah. my body. So, Broken bones. Um, but that's the whole thing is like you want that pure people that oh I love the sport I want I'm playing for the sport it's great, but that's not what you get when you get people that are playing at a high level. The people that are really good they're playing because yes they probably like playing but they're playing because that's their career that's their that's they they want to reach the pinnacle of the of success with it it's different from a bunch of jokers playing because they let they love playing hockey or whatever. except for the joker the joker the joker is great well if you not, got, a, not at hockey you know what really be you know what if you probably. if you if you bench lebron um for some street ball players he would become the joker if you know what i mean yeah, he'd become the Joker sure. because he would be so upset. Yes, that street ball players were taking over for him. So, <laughs> what's what's remarkable about guys like that is, in professional athletes having encountered them on rare occasion, but sometimes when you get a a look behind the door, as it will, as it were, is just how incredibly professional and committed they are to their to their chosen careers and how fucking bright they are. Like NBA stars, you you see them acting. The way they act in a game, and you know, sometimes you know, pushing each other around and talking smack, that kind of thing. Behind the scenes, these are all incredibly bright, and you don't get to that level of anything, anything, without being an incredibly bright person. Well, I even th- Javale McGee. I think basketball is a little different, and I think most of those guys are probably maybe. Uh, on average, probably a little more intelligent. I don't think you get that with football. <laughs> no. I think with football, it's a lot of dummies. Uh, and there's grand, there's total smart guys that play football too. But I think overall, I think you're you probably got smarter people playing basketball. Um, probably more educated. Although every time I see Michael Porter Jr. interviewed, I'm just dumbstruck at at what like like a child he seems like. Like, does he not seem like he's a child? Yes, yeah. he does. Like, childlike intelligence. I mean, he is very, very young, too. He's very young, but um, he just seems like he's he's kind of like, he's like 10. He's kind of, he's just kind of looking off in the distance, and he's kind of not paying attention he to the interview. He seems like a really super weird dude. He seems like a real super weird yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like, I couldn't have a conversation with him. Um, like, he's, it's too weird. Yeah, like, and I... Unless I, it's basketball or, like... Jesus. Or about the flat earth, about the flat earth, or not getting I vaccinated. I don't think he's a flat earther. I think, I think he's, he's a flat, no, he's earther. A flat, earther. Yeah, he's a flat I, earther. I don't think so. I think he's like an organic guy because there's organic guys that you know. You know, he right? might be an organic guy because he might be like, I don't want to put anything weird in my body because I'm. But a, that's I'm a, the vax part of it. Just, that's probably yeah. the vax part of it yeah. too. So. Um, yeah, then then you get something like that. But I think on average you're probably right. I think that um, like baseball players are dumb. Um, I think hockey players are all pretty smart. So I think we agree. Hockey and basketball players, I think, are probably above average intelligence probably most of them. So one of my favorite Twitter twi- tricks is to is to quote tweet 
an NFL player who said something you know just dumb, and and then just put their university, just type out <laughs> University of Georgia class of you know, because it's such a joke. It's such a joke that those guys go to college, quote unquote. It's so so fucking stupid. Yeah, I, and you know me, I love my college football, and uh, it's it's really the whole system's really gross. I think they should just have a they should just have a minor league. Um, the whole Super League, you know about the Super League that that was basically lasted twenty four hours. You know about the Super League? No, the, no. the soccer Super League. Mm. Big big deal for like twenty four hours. So they basically European soccer announced a Super League, and they were like, "We're gonna take all the best teams from all the different these different countries, and we're just gonna make this own league. And we're gonna all, they're all gonna compete together." Am I boring you? Are you, are no, you no. <laughs> Is this a Ted Lasso reference? What's no, I, I don't watch that Ted Lasso no. bullshit. Everyone's trying to get me to watch Ted Lasso yeah, bullshit. It's really good. Fuck that shit. Yeah, it's really so, great. So anyway, so have you so, seen it? I have no it's idea amazing. what it is. No. So they're gonna. It's about soccer. You're not gonna. You're not gonna oh, like no, it. So yeah, fuck that. It's, like it's like Captain way Bronco that. was trying to get. I'm like, are you watch something mm. about soccer, Captain Bronco, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's awesome. Anyway, so like the the Manchester United, the Arsenal, my my Cronky boys, Arsenal, um, the big teams in England with the big teams in France and the big teams in Germany were just gonna make their own league and all compete against each other and not compete in where they usually compete. Right, so to get away from FIFA, yeah, and they were basically going to make this this big thing, and then it was just going to be a new a new thing. But then everybody flipped out, and we're like, "You're not going to be able to pay, play for your home country anymore. Um, you're going to be banned if you if this fails. You're going to be banned from coming back." And then everybody just bailed out. It was like 24 hours, and it and it and it all just fell apart. And how did this relate with Ted Lasso? I have no idea. He's like a soccer coach, I think, in England. So anyway, but I thought the whole thing is they were like, it was like this should be what college, college football. We've talked about this over the years. College football should have that where all these good teams all play each other, but then do it like English soccer where if the worst like bottom three fall out and then the best and the next one come up, they should do it that way, which comes back to like the, 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 the minor leagues, the minor league system for football college. It's just bullshit. It's a total, it's a total sham. They should figure out a new way to do it. Um, if they wanted to like have a, a city, wherever these fucking colleges are from, I don't know. They're all in like Alabama or something like that. You could have a, a team from that city it has nothing to do with the college. And all those players are like, a, like a minor league system. But They'll never do it. It's total corrupt, and um, I hate it. It's stupid, and I always, you know, I always think, well, okay, like let's say I attend DU, and I'm one of the best basketball players that attends DU, and I want to be on the basketball team. That's what I imagined it was when I was young and naive, not realizing that DU basketball recruits players to come to DU and play basketball. Yeah, it was- they're not students who are among the best students at the school at basketball. They're basketball players who now have to attend classes and don't really care to. Yeah, it was like that 80 years ago, I think. It was like what, yeah. you, what you're describing. Yeah, exactly. Well, and high school sports have become, the sorry, the way co- the way college sports sure. are. Even right here, like a, a school like Regis Jesuit is recruiting a football team. They've got a hockey coach who used to coach the Colorado Avalanche, for God's sake. Or no, they used, Guazdecki used to coach DU. DU. He's now coaching. Yeah. For Regis Jesuit, and they're recruiting kids. So now even high school is that way. It's there's no honesty about it being an educational institution where the people who are best at this extracurricular activity within that 
institution compete. And that's fine. And and if if they just admitted that and just said, hey, these are these good. It's it's like it's like junior hockey. So like major junior um, is is basically like you know kind of like where the younger guys go before you know they get they get drafted and then they go to the AHL or wherever and then they they um, then they get ready to go to the NHL. It'd be great if you could do it. You're like, hey, my kid's in high school. He's a really good basketball player. Um, then he should go to some sort of thing where he's playing, you know, in a in a league that's designed for it, not like under this like this this fake this thing guys. of like, yeah, this guise of well, it's an education. It's like, eh, is it? You know, um, it's bullshit. That'll never change. They'll always do it because that's just an institution that'll always be with us. So. Um, I hate it all. I hate anything about like college. I hate high school sports. I, I, you know what? I'm glad those kids are, are doing their thing. I, and I, I wish some success, but I just think that any, um, adoration that they receive just makes them bigger fucking monsters. Well, speaking of, uh, receiving adoration and things that have been with us for a long time, we, not that long ago, uh, and we've lost many Denver institutions since COVID began, but one of the most recent to come to mind was Streets of London yeah, Pub yeah. On, uh, there on Colfax. Mm. And uh, it's been reacquired and uh, repurposed and will soon reopen as uh, the tight end. Whoa. Denver's well, that's first gay sports bar. Yes, so I think we should also look into recording a podcast there. Well, I, so I think finally, some too. competition right up the street for a DNVR bar. Um, but yeah, a gay sports bar. I can't imagine, honestly, anything fun more fun than watching the Super Bowl at a gay sports bar. Can you imagine the, the halftime show just goes on? Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, the crowd. Everybody would be outside smoking like during the second quarter, and then zoom <laughs> everybody back inside. To watch well, halftime. listen, I said this the other day. I was like, you know, it's it's of course when that when that came out, we started talking about it on Twitter, and everyone was coming up with uh, with different names for you know uh, different gay sports bar, like gay hockey bar called the Five Hole, right? Oh, you know, yeah, different stuff like that. That's we, a good one. There was there was a bunch of them that yeah. that came up. Um, Jeff Morton was he was he was talking about some of them. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because I worked at the old Racines years and years ago. And Racines was a very mixed crowd. Like, everybody came in there. Politicians, journalists, um, and it was, a, it was a lot of gay people. And I worked with tons of gay people. And it was the first time that I realized, like, oh, I worked with this guy. And he was a massive college football fan. Super gay. And he loved college football. Knew everything about it. Like, you know, I wouldn't know, how, like, a fraction of what he knew. And it made me realize, oh, fucking these guys love sports just as much as I do. And that would be a, a fucking perfect place for people to go it's and enjoy sports. It's a good really, name. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a it's a little on the nose. It's a little predictable. It's a little on yeah. the nose. Uh, well, yeah. it's, it's fine. Uh, the best gay bar I've my dad, uh, he lived in Lincoln Park, Chicago. Uh, and I didn't understand this as a child, but there was a bar down the street that was leather-clad dudes all the time called The Manhole, and it's, it's the best. It's, what did that mean? <laughs> and it, that's it. That's like, not that, on the nose. That's the pinnacle of names. Yeah, 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 really, yeah really. The Manhole. The Manhole. <laughs> Period. Um, I hope the uh, tight end has a sign in. in the front door that says parking in rear. <laughs> well, there is no rear to that place, if you remember. There's no, there's no rear. It's like a little weird, like restaurant or something. Mm. Um, but no, I'm glad it's there. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, it would be great to do a, do a show from there. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, let's let's hit the road, right? Let's hit the road. Yeah, let's, let's hit the, hit the road. fucking road. Why not? We, we're all vaccinated. We can yeah, do it now. So, totally. um, yeah. So <laughs> yes, but have you taken prep? 
That's the que- that's the question. I don't know what that means. You don't know what is that, is? That, is? The, is that the anti HIV? That's thing? how you don't get AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> the anti HIV thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you might want to keep that that joke down, and you know that not not, not bl- no, blast no out. prep jokes. At yeah, the- don't, don't do any of that while while we're there. That would that wouldn't be good. Um, you know, try to keep those uh, you know to yourself. But um, yeah, you know what? Uh, gay folks are just as big a sports fans as anyone else, and I'm glad they're finally being represented. So uh, too bad about the streets of London. Um, one of the worst bathrooms I've ever I've ever oh, absolutely been. criminally oh, bad, cr- criminally yes. bad bathroom. Do you guys remember the bathroom at the 15th Street? Tavern? Oh. Oh, that was, I was just going to say the that same thing. That was the worst one. That was really bad, Period. too. Um, I just remember Streets of London, like somebody rooster-tailed diarrhea in there every every time I was in there. It was, And it might have been me. I think one time I ate I ate like a brick of uh, habanero cheddar. Like just I had, that's all I had to eat, so I ate that with some crackers. And I went out to Streets of London, and I started pounding fucking Guinness. And uh, throwing darts, and then I had to rooster tail in the bathroom. <laughs> it was fucking awful. awful. But you know, so we've all rooster tailed in the streets of London, I think, right? So um, we've all contributed to it. But that bathroom is horrible. I don't think there was a stall. I think it was just a toilet, right? And like, if you had to shit, you just yeah. you had to get yeah. in there and shit. You had to hover over it. Yeah, well, you definitely hovered. Um, so yeah, so no, no door. If I know my if I know my gays, they've they've. They've styled that maybe class the place up a bit, it out, you know. So hopefully, hopefully it's a lot better shape than it was last time I was in there. So um, good stuff. Hey, uh, you want to get into the yeah? Let's let's do it. I've been looking up like all the people that died in the last year. That's that's depressing. Big list. It's a big list. It's a a massive list, and I forgot like uh, Little Richard died. So that was early. Yeah, you know. So Little Richard, love you. Me too. Love you. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Be right back. I'm gonna shake it out. I'm gonna burn it up. I'm gonna rock it up and ball tonight. Got me a date and I won't be late. Pick her up in my 88. Shag going down by the Union Hall when the dots start jumping. I have a ball. I'm gonna rock it up. I'm gonna rip it up. I'm gonna shake it up. Tonight, along about ten, I'll be flying high, walk on out unto the sky. But I don't care if I spend my gold, cause tonight I'm gonna be one happy soul. I'm gonna rock it up, I'm gonna rip it up, I'm gonna shake it up, Head up to Mutiny Information Cafe on South Broadway and check out Carl Crumpoltz's new book. Queen City. In fact, I want you guys to check it out before you leave. I've got a copy downstairs. It's all kinds of architectural drawings by a comic book artist named Carl Krumpoltz of every major neighborhood in the Denver area, all along Colfax, all along Broadway, uh, to the Cheeseman Park area, all the big neighborhoods, all drawn, hand-drawn, and it's an absolutely fabulous book. It's a great gift. And they're selling them like hotcakes up at Mutiny Information Cafe. So when you head up there, say hi to Matt, grab a coffee, get a copy of Queen City, and tell them the South Stand sent you. Yeah. 
Valencia at Yo Seeds. They're coming to Red Rocks May 15th. I've seen my first Red Rocks show coming up since pandemic. In, it's going to be a in, lot of firsts. In, in quads. They've got quads happening, but I'm into it. I love how I, I love how you can see the lyrics scrolling. That's a new thing, right? It's that's, a, that's sweet. I yeah, like it. I, I like it, too. Um, I, I've, been bet, I've been betting against the Rockies. I've been doing a little experiment where I've been betting a dollar. Um, by, by the way, and, and the gambling... If straight win-loss, you've been crushing. Uh, yes and no, and I, I will explain to you why I haven't been doing that. Um gambling came into effect last may it hasn't been quite a year yet almost and it was like there was nothing to bet on yeah. except for russian table tennis and some shit like that there wasn't any like there wasn't any european soccer going on um what was the first thing like golf was that the first thing to bet on no it was ta- table tennis was like if you wanted to bet there was darts too i was betting on darts i think wow. the first thing yeah. that americans watched that you could bet on was golf and it was kind yeah. of that that was kind of like the dnvr bar opening Right, like literally, right when the NBA froze up, it was right when sports froze up. All of a sudden, you could gamble on it. Yeah, and then eventually, obviously, we were able to to gamble on stuff and been gambling since. Um, and I've been betting on the Rockies, uh, betting against the Rockies, and um, I just bet a dollar at a time. And the the deal is, is a lot of times they are they are not. Um, the, their opponents are are favored by so much it's really not worth it so if you bet a buck you will get you'll win like 55 cents or sometimes 80 cents and it's mm. not that great yeah you could grind it out and and do it but then so yeah i started betting like the run lines so you like go okay they're playing the dodgers so the first game i bet the dodgers you know plus one and a half because i thought oh the dodgers are gonna smoke them right well the Rockies won that first game, so lost right there. So I bet I bet on the Rockies in that game. You bet on the Rockies, and, and that was probably good money. So, um, or at least a good payout for whatever you bet. And I haven't bet on them since. That's good. You shouldn't. Um, I took my money and ran the bills. <laughs> well, I've I've been I probably bet around sixteen dollars because I haven't bet every game, but almost like I've missed a few here and there, and I think I'm up like like I, I eventually I got up like eighty four cents. You know, around that, it's nothing, nothing big. Um, but I bet on them tonight. But if you bet ten thousand dollars, you would have been up eighty four hundred over the course. Sure, yeah, but yeah. that's just relative yeah. to what you're what you're gambling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all married men. Here. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, I'm gonna keep doing it. But like tonight, I think I bet. Uh, I want to say I bet the Houston run line because Houston should be a big favorite, right? So there's one and a half. So I thought, oh, Houston for sure is going to win by one and a half. They're going to win by two runs. The Rockies are currently winning three to one. So yeah. that money's in the fucking crapper unless unless Houston uh, rallies here, which is totally possible. Well, is it like 12 degrees outside right now? What, I, I don't know. Awful night yeah. for baseball. I don't Dude, know. I had so many bets on the Super Bowl. It, I, I and you guys, you've been to Vegas with me for betting on sports games. I get just completely out of control. I even sometimes have bets that conflict with my other bets because <laughs> I'm so undisciplined and terrible at it. And I, I just had this huge list, and I wrote them all down on a legal pad. And while I was watching the game, I'm following along my be- and I'm just crossing them off. <laughs> one at a time like like whether it was the first half over unders or the spread or or uh, props i you name it i mean i had the wrong side of literally everything i had the chiefs walking all over them <laughs> i just i had the entire game read wrong and so i had going into that i had actually i initially deposited 
$100 with the bonus at M- at BetMGM. And so I had the $200. And then I had ramped it up. I had ramped it up to where I had like $500. And then I started losing. And then I lost on the Super Bowl. And I had $40 left yeah. after having ramped my 200 up to nearly 500 and then losing and then losing it all in the Super Bowl. I had $40 left. So I put all $40 like a week later on an avalanche game, on just just the puck line on an avalanche game. Doubled it. I was like, sweet. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dead. But I was willing to never to not deposit again because the NFL was over and that was that's what I really like gambling on. So now... And it's just been a little lucky hit and a lucky hit. Like, if I scroll down through my wagers, I think I've got, like, six wins in a row. Just individual games. Just And I don't bet very often. But when I have, I've done really well. So, now I'm now I'm all the way back to up to almost it's, 300 bucks. It's a blast. I love it. I'm glad it, I'm glad it to, you know, it happened. And you you can certainly have fun with it. And you can, if you, if. Like I was saying, you could grind it out fifty cents at a time if you wanted to, or or a little bit more. It's just when it's just when you take that beating and then you're like, I got, I gotta throw ten more bucks. That's down on where it. the addiction comes. That's in. where that's where the problems happen. So it really is one of those things where if you want to keep you want to keep informed of what's going on in the sports world, you can say, oh, okay, because I I bet like a I bet like a four team hockey parlay tonight and it's gonna hit, but I I bet like a buck, so. I might make like you know I might like eight bucks, yeah, yeah, well, four bucks, bucks maybe. ten grand, and, and yeah. you'll do that. Yeah, that's not going to happen because I remember the one of the last shows we did is with Reed Marks, and I was talking about gambling, and I said I only bet a buck, and he's like, Yeah, I used to be there too, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, and I, in my head I was like, Well, I'm not going to argue with him, but I was thinking in my head I was like, No, I would never do it because I fucking hate losing money; it drives me nuts. So yeah. I only. Bet very small. The way I wages. look at it, and the way I, li- I like to look at it is, I would have spent this eating out. I would have spent this, sure. and that's why the hundred dollars. But then you don't eat out. I'm gonna have a hundred dollars in, in the yeah. account. That's where I'm gonna start. But, yeah, uh, I've been. I if I get up, like basically, if I get up to 150 bucks, um, cash I, out. I take no. I take a hundred out, and then I then I play with the 50, and then I try to build that back up. I've done that like two or three times now, and I'm getting cl- and I and I've, I have not done well lately uh, in the last like couple of months. So I'm getting there though. I'm almost at 150 marks, so I'll I'll pull out another hundred. It's a whole lot more fair to guys like you and I than fucking DFS. Oh god, oh hands down, DFS is fucking brutal, and I and I just can't even do it anymore. Like I love playing DFS hockey, but it was just such a it was just such a chore, and like I would never fucking win. And I just won. I had like a, I had like a, a free ticket, twenty five cents, and I won ten bucks off a, off a thing. And I was like, I should just quit while I'm ahead. It's fucking brutal. You cannot win. I stopped playing DFS NFL because oh, I just could not fucking win. And NFL, I can, I, I can lose at a slower rate with NFL. You're gonna lose, but I can lose slowly with NFL. I'm good enough. NBA, I became good. I became. I put a lot into it. And then I reached the point where I realized that good is nowhere close to good enough. And the people that I am now playing with are devoted to this as a full-time job. Yes. And you're never going to fucking never going to compete with those guys. 
Um, we got a couple minutes left. You got anything you want to you want to touch on, Colin? Um, no, I wanted to get into DFS versus wagering, Colin. I just hey, said, do you want to? Yeah, is there anything right you want to touch on? Right on a plate. You're, you out, know, you're, out, you're out of practice. Right buddy. on a platter. No, I, I practiced being a jackass interrupter for <laughs> years no, and say, years. I said, is there anything you want to touch on? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. Uh, there we go. There um, go. Oh, okay, no, you legal weed. On top it. of legal sports I betting. It. Oh, I saw my the, first commercial today for that just started. Like a commercial. They have for commercials weed. for weed now. Yes, I saw one today. Sweet for Livewell on, on like the nine o'clock news or no five o'clock news. Fucking generally. way. Yes, I don't. Did something happen where something just passed where they can have that now? I saw one today. I have no idea because it there mind boggling. There goes our there goes our free ride, gentlemen. Because their ability to sponsor podcasts has ne- has never gone away. Yeah, it, it it existed from the word go, or, or the back page of Westward, or the best back page of Westward. Yes. So if they can advertise on TV, I we're saw it today. I saw a Live Well commercial on TV. Today. We could sell this to a dispensary. That, that, that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah. Uh, we got to do, do, do it more than uh, more than once um, a year. Fucking yes, <laughs> once every sixteen months. months. <laughs> yes. Well, no, but know, it, but I feel the same way about legal sports wagering that I have about legal weed. Like I lost, and this is sincere. I started losing my interest in it. As soon as it became legal. That's why they should legalize fucking everything. I guess you're right. They should legalize everything because like, then people will be like, there's no there's no stigma, there's no danger. Yeah, when I was playing on Bovada, it like, was oh, and they had to, you know, I had to deposit in a surreptitious way. Yeah. They had to, I would when I got I did get paid out by Bovada, I got a four hundred dollar check and it was drafted off a Chinese bank and it took me six weeks. To get it to credit <laughs> my account, yeah. six weeks. Think, think about going to Vegas now. We're, we're taught, we all we want to go back it's to Vegas. It's exciting right? and fun and dangerous. It's exciting and fun and dangerous. But now, if I go to Vegas, I'm not going to get off my seat. I'm going to still bet on fucking DraftKings. Why would I'm I go? Not. I'm going to walk to the. Why counter. would I go to the counter? I, I I'm going to go to the counter. I can't stop this, but whenever I th- I wasn't even there, but whenever I think of Colin in Vegas, I think of him in a, a Nuggets tracksuit yeah, kneeling down with, yep. with the little Mr. T with their, that's, with their fist up. That's <laughs> exactly what happens. <laughs> that could be the greatest photo I've ever seen of you. Like, that was it. And that might be the pinnacle. It like, should be it, my listen, profile that, that, Not the last yeah. time, but the time before, and we stayed, uh, we stayed at the El Cortez or El Cortez. The El Cortez is redundant because that's yes. the, the yeah. yeah, it's like saying the Aju. The the Cortez. <laughs> With um, Aju. And so me and Snyder were in one side, right? And 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 the weather was shitty. Oh, and no I was rain. on the smoking side. And Colin was on the smoking side. And like we went uh, in, it was all concrete and it was all it was all outside and exposed. It, it looked like something in Russia. Yeah, and, and Snyder said it looked like something in Blade that's Runner. Like the last and I was like, this I is exactly like fucking Blade Runner. And then we had to go to his his room. That's where we smoked weed because that was the smoking area. And it was like, yeah, it was like we were in in Blade Runner or Russia, and it was like we were like kind of like sneaking behind enemy lines. It, it's changed in Vegas, just so you guys know. Yeah, well, it's, listen. It's, it's way out there. Oh, that's the last place I went before the pandemic. It was Vegas. It, well, it was way out there. Didn't, we, didn't you buy weed? I don't know. You probably bought weed then. Well, yeah. But you know what? Hey, you know, the the uh, the Elko. It's just fully legal and it's, it's everywhere. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you think, like, downtown Denver is bad. It's like downtown Vegas. It's, I think the last time I was there, I was, I was smoking weed at one of the tables because somebody had one of those vape pens that smelled like strawberries. And I was just like, oh, just huffing on it, playing like roulette. So <laughs> they don't mind. <laughs> they don't care. So, um, but no, that was a good time. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, a Vegas is great. It's fantastic. But I've got little Vegas in my in my hand. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, 
It's kind of like a... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that what that's what you, sucks about it. Is that what it? you call it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Little Vegas. Lights up when you when you do things. Yeah, I'm still I'm still gonna walk up to the counter because that was that's just so much fun. And we're going this year, right. fucking dude. They expanded the wild card by a by a whole fucking oh, two games. That's right, yeah. a lot yeah. of games. Better. Seventeen game season. It's all happening. Yeah, and wild card weekend was let's see, it was two games and two games, two games, two games two Saturday, games. two now games Sunday. Four. Now it's gonna be three and three. Ooh, even better. Morning, afternoon, that, and that'd night. be pretty sweet. Saturday that's, that's and a, Sunday. Honestly, yeah. listen. If you if you if you haven't been to Vegas on Wild Card Weekend, it is really fun. It's the perfect time. Those to go. games are fantastic. Those games are really good, and the excitement level is really good. There's people cheering. It's fantastic. I'm still so. going to lobby for Amsterdam for Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> that's that's good too. Yeah. Hey, um, real quick, let's get out of here because we hookers we've gone, either way. We've gone very we've gone very long, and it's just because we we're excited to be back here and uh, talking to everyone here. Um, I just want to say that. Uh, I, I really despise all the wall-to-wall Broncos coverage. And, and there's plenty of people we know who cover the Broncos. We love them. We know that's your job. And I don't want to take that away from you. But I can't stand it. Like, fucking go watch a Nuggets game. Go watch go watch an Avalanche game. Go go watch the fucking Rockies. I mean, they're terrible. But just take a break, folks. Take a fucking break from, from football for just 24 hours. I understand the draft's coming up. That's one thing. But after that, let's let's leave it for a while because it's just too fucking much, man. It's like the Broncos are a fucking wreck, and it's not going to get changed overnight. And maybe some things will happen. That'll be great. But just talking about it incessantly just and drives dude, me crazy. And, dude, the fan, I'm sorry, guys. I love you all. I love you, Raj. The fan does such a fucking shitty job. They're like, hey, listen, we cover all major Denver sports. So Nolan Arenado got traded. How does that affect the Broncos? More after the break. It's so fucking obnoxious. It really is, and I, I just I'm like, man, it makes me want to scream. Like I literally I, get mad, dude. I fucking I love the NFL. NFL season it's is the fan- best it's, sport there is. It really is. I love it, but I, I cannot miss it unless it's gone. And and it's it's constantly around, and it just dude. It but the, too last much. weekend of July. I want to hear some Broncos talk. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me at the end of summer. I'm Training fucking, camp's I'm coming it. in a month. Yep. Let's speculate. Yeah. Hey, when the the draft's coming up, I definitely will pay yeah, attention. Yeah, give me draft yeah, coverage for two weeks. Going, I want to two see what's weeks, going on. not two months. Two weeks. But, but they've built an industry on it, and I get it. These are these people are are this is their job, and they they they've built a year round industry. I mean, I see fantasy people are like talking about all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot, I I can't even. Adam, I'm trying to fucking figure out which goalie is going to play tomorrow night. I cannot absorb any NFL information. Maybe that's just me. I know people love it, but fuck, please just give me a just give me a little bit of a break so I can appreciate it more. I absolutely agree. And I was just listening last night. I I, I mentioned this to you earlier today. I was listening to one of my one of my favorite guys. I love the guy, and uh, and he was at the fan, and he's like, "Well, if the Broncos do draft a quarterback." And that quarterback is successful, then that could make the Broncos' offensive coordinator a hot head coaching prospect. And the team that might hire him won't sit well with Broncos fans. We'll talk about that after the break. I'm like, now you've got the Broncos having a new quarterback. You've got their offensive coordinator being courted as a head coach. <laughs> yeah. You're. 
and your that's your tease going into break. You, you know, what dude, that the Nuggets are playing right you know, fucking now. You know it's like it's like, and this is I follow a lot of those um, I follow a lot of those movie sites that are like that talk a lot about Marvel stuff and everything. So you always get like Marvel, you know, Marvel movies and TV show news. There's all these things where like, well, this fan, this fan, I, this fan theory says this, and it's like, this is a fucking dude who's just sitting at home, fucking saw something in in a, in a show and went, oh, I think it means this. Pure fucking speculation. You have no idea what the people who write those things have have the direction they're going or what they have intended. You're just you're just uh, throwing shit against a wall. Great, fine. I'm glad you're doing it. It's fun, but I don't want to see it because it's absolute bullshit. And 99% of it's not going to come true. So that's all it is. It's just basically like uh, it's all fan theory is what this stuff is for the Broncos. And I know they have to do it because that's part of their gig. But man, I don't want anything to do with it. And I know you can't talk about the Rockies because they're fucking awful. But you could talk about how bad the ownership is. You could talk about the Nuggets. You the could morning, talk about the Avalanche. The morning after Jamal Murray got hurt. You should have been talking about that wall to oh fucking wall. That's so major. That's what ESPN is talking about. That's what TNT is talking about. That's what the national media was talking about that morning. And the fan was still talking about the fucking Broncos. The dog butt <laughs> shitty fucking Broncos. Terrible Broncos who who are, who who could be if they do all the if they get the right things in place, could be good again. You never know. That's how quickly it can change for the NFL. But until that happens, until those things get into place, it's all fucking speculation. That's all it is, and that's all it will ever be. Let's just let's just try something else, guys. Just go watch a baseball game. I, I know baseball's a little boring, but come on, just go watch a baseball game for 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 one day and just talk about it. That's all you got to do. Anyway, that's 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 how I feel about it. That's why I don't listen to the sports talk radio anymore in town. God bless you guys. I love you. I love you all. I know you. I know it's your job, and I hope you keep your jobs for a long time. I don't drive anymore. You it's know? a thing. No, like I'm pretty much always home because your Tesla drives you. <laughs> I don't have a Tesla. Oh, you know, okay. I, I would literally like one. I may get one. Okay, uh, but no, I just, I just, I don't know. It's been a weird year. If I do drive, it's long distance, and I'm listening to like books or podcasts or whatever. I listen uh, it, to mostly fantasy stuff just because you just and because that's giving you what's going on in a in a fantasy lens. So they're like, oh well, the the closer for the Brewers is this person right now. So you kind of go, okay, I guess the Brewers are are shitty, whatever. You know, yeah, so, no, I, I'm I'm hearing all that, but I, yeah. I just have not listened to our friends in local radio. No, I, I feel no, bad it, about it, but I haven't. Yeah, but that's but that's how it goes, you know. It's, and I'm in the yeah. process of making the shift back mm. after a year of listening to NBR. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I feel too terrible about myself, so I'm going back to sports. <laughs> that, well, that's that could good. happen. Well, let's let's happen. get out of here. I, I I think this was a good warm up. I I I you know I felt the rust coming off a little. Ru- I felt a little rusty. Uh, just kind of getting the. I think I saw a chunk. Actually. Did you see it? Yeah, that uh, just you know kicking that off uh, really helped. Maybe we can uh, we can get some people in here soon. Talk to them. Uh, keep it lively. It was just good to it was just good to be back in here, seeing your guys' faces, talking to you across the table again. It was wonderful. It's a great. It feels it feels like we're we're getting back to normal. I dig it, man. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great seeing you guys. I love it. It's Definitely. Fun. So, uh, hey, folks, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it, and we'll get back to you soon, hopefully. And uh, we'll have more uh, more hot talk, man. Summer Rockies, baby. Got got a lot to lot to talk about with them. They're gonna so. be awful. We should, yeah, we should get some guests in. It'll be a good time. The Rockies are gonna be awful, but we've got the Nuggets and the Avalanche gonna hit their uh, playoff runs here, and that's gonna be very exciting. So, remember the road to 100? Oh yeah. Is this a road to 110? It's back, baby. It's back. 
I know it'll hit 100 for sure. Oh, I think it'll hit 100. So for sure, um, like that's something to look forward to. But yeah, um, still lots to talk about that doesn't involve the Broncos. Although the draft will probably happen here soon. Uh, isn't it coming up in two weeks? Something like that. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll be closer to that in the meantime. But um, hey, good stuff, folks. Wonderful to talk to you again. Wonderful to see everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll get back to you real soon. Until next time. Adios. We love you, Denver. I'll take lettuce, onions, tomato, add a dab of mayo plus the fish fillet yo. Appetizer, gray matter with a strange platter. The symmetry of energy, the chemistry of plasma. After you latch onto lost masters. Come back to reevaluate the now chapter. Style masters born to make classics and paint canvas. Geometric break dances. The almighty may Saturn. Caves and caverns, the flames and magma. Rivers of Niagara. All of this beauty can be yours to discover. Can't you see it, brother? Without the LSD, I see colors. All right. Thank, thank you, Scoop. That was awesome, man. Great job. We need to, we need to, we need to trim it a little bit next time. Try and keep it under two minutes. But rocking and rolling, brother. Be sure and listen for the show. We'll have it. We'll have it posted before tomorrow. Awesome. All right. You be good, buddy. Have a good night. I think it would be a spectacular failure, but it's a, but it's thinking outside the box, and that's what I love about you, man. Yeah, outside the box. Thinking outside the box. Box, box, box. All righty, brother man. Great job. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Be good, man. Wow. All right, I just kept recording. I'm going to cut it later, so. Okay, yeah, not a good idea. Um, to Some street ball dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll Maybe do some it. women. Yeah, because LeBron only makes six G's a game. <laughs> six G's a game. LeBron doesn't get out of bed for six thousand dollars. How many? So, how many NBA games are there in a season? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Yeah, okay, and he makes so like forty million, so it's like five hundred G's a game. That's what he really makes. A little yeah, more. so he makes under five hundred thousand dollars a game. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. He's making forty. Mi- he might be making fifty million, sixty million. I don't even I mean, know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So he's going to be making some five, some some coin. Yeah, so that would, for a season he'd make under five hundred thousand just for a season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, okay, I'm going to try to get some levels. Just, just so bear with me here as I do this. I LeBron Wait makes what like twenty million a year. I'd guess. Let's I mean, just, let's just say it's thirty. Oh, uh, he's going to make like forty at least, right? <laughs> How much money does LeBron James make in a year?
Divided by 82. 39.22 million. So 40 million. Yeah, so, so I did 30, five. and it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like all 365, $366,000 a, a game. game. <laughs> and that, and that, it's probably more. It's probably like 400,000 a game. But if you play some, pay some street guys, four G's. <laughs> 6,000. Okay. <laughs> we got it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Some street ball players. Yeah. All good, right. Good, good stuff. Are right, you ready to do some sports? I'm so yeah. excited for sports. I yeah, can barely contain yeah. myself here. All right. Um, so are we, are we rolling? Yeah. We're, okay. I never stopped. Here we go. Here we go.